0: Hey, I'm Parker Lennon, and this is Chuck Stack, and you're listening to FAC Fitness. Use fitness as a goal for something we wanted to do and, and it allowed us to do things like rock climbing and surfing and, and do it in a fun way.
1: Things you should question yourself about before you compete.
0: Everybody's different. and yeah. So if you think you're going to be just like that study or you think you're going to fall directly into that category, you're probably wrong.
1: I follow doctors and certain trainers that are PhDs and stuff so that I can get what they're doing their research on.
0: High game is the relentless pursuit of meeting new people. (laughs) This is like killing a little work (laughs) business at a time. I was in a really bad place, but what got me through was fitness, number one. And secondary was meditation and really good friends, of course. All right, so today today we have decided, we've already done one podcast, but we have decided, Chuck actually decided this. This is a very first Chuck scheduled rant called... Sissification of the fitness industry, okay. You got to lead this one, man, because you came into this with a little bit of heat and anger, and I'm not sure where it's going. I'm just following along. Yeah, it's it, you know
1: I, I'm not really one to get very angry and stuff, but there's just certain things that, especially at this point. I mean, if you knew me from the past, I was a, I was known to be a hothead, but now I'm I'm usually pretty mellow and
0: yeah. I think you've come after me a few times back when we were little. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and,
1: and and so I, I I have a little fight left in me, and um I, I'm kind of ready to just let some stuff. Off my chest that uh, I've been thinking about not only the fitness industry but just uh, the overall mindset of people. I mean, yeah. coming off of this po- mindset podcast with Craig, just really got me kind of fired up about you know how people are being sissified, and yeah. it's just like people are not willing to put in the efforts that it takes to to get the things that they want, and that annoys me. You know, like it it just it flat out annoys me. Like. There are people that truly legitimately struggle with it and, and that can't get their stuff together and everything, and and that's its own case, and, and I'm more than willing to help people like that, but we're talking about just people that are, you know, the, the ones that are really complaining about stuff and, you know, like throwing stuff out there or throwing other people under the bus or whatever, and that's not what this is about. But yeah, we started
0: this podcast to actually bring fitness people together, so... If we if you feel like we're talking shit about you, we probably aren't It's yeah. probably more of the main components to this whole it's more mainstream mainstream yeah, yeah. We're,
1: we're more talking about the big picture a lot of the times rather yeah. than specific individuals and although there are yes. certain individuals that that drive us nuts but there's,
0: there's some fuckers around here I don't like it's just you you know <laughs> the
1: thing is is that speaking of the sissification of America, everything is becoming. Dumbed down, you know, just to the point where it's like, oh, you get a participation ribbon, you know, like you get a trophy, everybody gets a trophy. It's like, no, you should be a legitimate winner. You know, a winner should be the happiest person on the field.
0: Well, there was that Hope Solo thing, and I know there's other things involved. People have already, I put a comment on Facebook about how I think it was bullshit she said something about Sweden I think as a team she said they were cowards
1: yeah she said they were cowards I, I actually disagree I think that her statement was a little bit out of line you know the way she said it but I don't think that it, it should have had the repercussions yeah. that it did I mean and that's exa- I mean, that's you should an, be able to say thing.
0: what you want in sports sports is half about shit talking anyways
1: right I mean like on the field it's like have you ever listened to a mic'd up of, oh I love of, it of like any of the professional athletes I mean like I would say it,
0: you know listen to mic'd up nfl is probably better than watching or listening to commentary because it's boring as shit (laughs) yeah
1: and and yeah i agree you know it's like they're trash talking you know and that's something that if you compete with me i'm gonna trash talk you know i'm gonna sit there i'm gonna sit there and bust your chops i'm pretty sure little thing
0: all right so in bmx you come up to a turn and basically if you're not looking at them it used to be illegal or illegal to put them over the turn uh, run into them, whatever it was. A- as a- long a- as you a- didn't, a k a pimp. Yeah, we called that pimping over the berm. And I'm pretty sure this dude's put me over the berm. I put him over the berm. I know we've caused wrecks because of it. <laughs> yeah, and that, and we would be riding in the car together. So we'd get pissed off, and we'd have to sit, you know, two hours all the way home. <laughs> in but in that's silence. how that shit worked, man. Yeah, and, and- we came home with bloody elbows, but we're still friends. We're still doing a podcast together like ten years later, so yeah, we're good. And
1: and that's exactly it. You know, like and, and I I can actually you know, now because I, we have gained that maturity and everything, when there are people that I don't get along with, I have the maturity to sit there and get along with them. You know, even though I you know, they may have done wrongdoing to me or whatever. It's about being cordial. And that's exactly That's the a part thing. of growing up. Yeah, but At the same time, like it does piss me off and I'm, I'm one to let people know exactly what's on my mind. You know, like I'm just an, an honest person. So it, this all goes along the lines of like, use tools. Like that's what this podcast is for is to teach people stuff and like to, to give them informative education on fitness. But you know, if you can't change a tire, learn to change a tire, you know, like learn to do the things that you have to do to, to function as a human being, you know, like learn to cook you know learn to learn to clean pick up after yourself say thank you say please you know like (laughs) yeah it's it's like the it's so stupid how it's become but at the same time like we've gotten so far away from the real principles of life and that's just like chipping away at stuff when it gets tough you get tougher you know and like just start working hard like if people saw how hard we worked when we were nine ten twelve thirteen years old they'd be like holy crap, you know, what were your parents thinking? And it wasn't yeah. even their parents. Yeah. It was, it was us, you know, like we, we were driving that hard and we, cause we wanted it. And it
0: took me a long time to learn how to ride a bike efficiently and to race well. And then it's like, once we made, we stepped into that realm, it was, you couldn't stop us from wanting to train.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. We are
0: pulling tires on the road at like 13, 14 years old behind our bikes. You know, we're dragging like a, probably 120 or 100, 200 pounds of resistance on the tire tire. And, and training.
1: If we had a disagreement, if we argued, if we were trash talking, we threw on the boxing gloves and we yeah. duped it out. I actually mean, had boxing gloves. That, that, was, the, that was that was our training group. I mean, it, it was <laughs> yeah. it was how life was then, and you know, people, adults, you know, just anybody, even kids. They're they're just so sissified now that it's like, oh, that hurts. You know, and it's like, dude. It's going to hurt, you know, like you have to make sacrifices to make progress, you know, and and that's the thing that I feel like nobody's willing to do.
0: Yeah. And you know what? To relate this to working out, do you think that we go into the gym every fucking day and it feels good? Because I went in the other day and I could barely move my biceps. You know what I did? A lot more legs. It was a full body day, but I focused more on the legs and the core and like, you know, I got around it. And I still used my arms. it just wasn't very efficiently,
1: yeah, and, and <laughs> a lot of weight, well, and that's the thing. it's like. It's sometimes it's tough, you know, like we walk into the gym. We don't always walk into the gym fired up and ready to go. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes we walk into the gym and we're like, oh, my goodness, I've been up since 6 a.m. You know, like
0: I've been staring I've, at a gym since since 6 a.m. Yeah.
1: And, and that's a, a lot of times. That's the thing. We've been training, you know, 12, 14 hours of clients. And then we have to motivate ourselves to get into the gym and and do what we need to do to to obtain our fitness goals on top of it. So, yeah, it's just it's. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that it's, that it's just, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's basically, it's going to be tough, you know, yeah. and, and you have to put your time in, you know, or else you're not going to get anything out.
0: It's just, just get better. Like find somebody to work out with. If it's tough for you, find somebody to work out with and go in there and get it. Um, so I'm going to change the subject just a little bit. I really wanted to, um, talk about, and I had this come up a couple weeks ago, where somebody pitches me, once again, another godsend miracle sub substance, some sort of supplement that they want to sell. They want to be in some tier marketing thing. And you know, I've been approached by people with Thrive and Isogenics. And if you're one of those people that approaches me and honestly thinks that I have not been approached by like a hundred other people, especially on fucking Facebook, please stop. Just it is it you know it, there's no reason to try to push that stuff and if you are if you're really a believer in that maybe you should look into the science of just changing your diet and working out a little bit harder.
1: Yeah, I mean I I'm I'm on board with this. I it's it, it can be rather annoying. You know the the most recent one that I've had um, that I'm not throwing anybody under the bus or even a, a company, but uh, the Prove It with Keto OS and mm-hmm. it's just the thing we have to realize when we talk about all supplements is that there's and and this company specifically talks about exogenous and endogenous so mm. um their product is an exogenous liver enzyme which basically is a ketone that actually pushes your body into burning fat or that's so so the science says and you know the thing we have to realize about any supplement and about anything that's created by man uh, is that it comes in a racemic index or a racemic blend so that means that there's if you understand what that means is that chemically we have it's like if you look at your hands you have a right and left hand they're not superimposable no matter what you do you can't make them look exactly the same mm-hmm. you know and when you make a supplement in a chemi- in a lab you're making both a right and a left-handed molecule so those molecules don't ever and will never look the same they won't function the same either so in nature, one might be a right-handed molecule and in a supplement, it might be a left-handed, you know, or you might have more of a left-handed and that, that opposite muscle or that o- opposite molecule in an antiomer is actually, it, it makes it so that it doesn't work the same, you know, and in the body naturally produced, it works great, you know, but chemically induced or, or chemically made, it can actually sometimes cause harm, you know, and the, there's actually some research behind this that exogenous ketones are not as effective as endogenous. So what I mean by that, there's is, no way they
0: possibly could be.
1: Yeah. It, well, and, and that's exactly it. Like, like
0: the, 95% of the stuff that you're um, get you're taking in supplement wise is just not going to work as well.
1: Yeah. And, and we're always a fan of doing it the most natural way that's possible, and yeah. and that's that's kind of both Parker and I's mentality. And it's funny because but people, you can't
0: make money off of that.
1: Well, well, no. The thing is that people approach us, you know, with not knowing our standpoint on supplements and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And and that's exactly it. Like we use minimal supplements in both
0: of our routines personally we use minimal supplements with our clients as well. So I use barely any with my clients. I don't recommend any supplements until I find an issue that they might have. And, you know, the person that approached me to this, here's, all, here's how I always do it. I believe in a whole food diet. I believe in working out well. I believe that you're going to get more of a nutritional standpoint from your foods that you eat than uh, some sort of supplement that you're taking. So I'm just not a big supplement user. I might use the occasional whey protein. Um, you know, and maybe like natural caffeine or something like that. But I'm not looking, you know, if I use a pre-workout, I'll cycle them. So I'm not constantly using them. Um, and there's no particular brand that I'm like associated with. If somebody gives me a sample to try, yeah, I'll try it to see how cracked out it's going to make me. Um, but for the most part, I don't take supplements and I do not really recommend them for my clients. It's very rare and it's going to be some sort of vitamin that's proven, not some bullshit Isogenics stuff. Sorry to call them out, but they always come after me.
1: It's just, you know, fix your food first. That's what I always tell all my clients is, you know, if your food's not on point, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your money with supplements. And
0: supplements are like a 5%, they're really like a 5% gain on most things.
1: It's like an investment. I mean, you think of it like the stock market. You put some money into it. You're only going to get a certain percentage out, you know. And all of your other investments have to be in line before that's actually going to make you money and and be good for you. Uh, it's and like putting your money in a CD.
0: You're getting about like five percent. Yeah. No. Well, there's
1: always a return on your investment, no yeah. matter what it is. And and the thing is with supplements specifically is that you know sometimes looking at the the building blocks and the simplicity of a basic diet can actually amplify your results 10 times over compared to any supplement. I was
0: going to say that. You know, most of these supplement companies, they have a diet that you're doing with it. Voila, it works. Right, exactly. Because of the fucking diet, yeah, not because and, of the supplement. I mean, if, if any product, if any... Herbalife is a big one for that one. I, and they anybody, have coaches in Anybody is. Body, I mean,
1: any yeah. any... Beachbody. Any nutrition company, any supplement company, I mean, that's what they're coining off of, you know, is the fact that you're... Gonna think that there's a magic pill out there, and yeah. there's not, you know. And these fat burners, these protein shakes. I mean, a, a protein shake, something as basic as that. It's not good to have a bunch of protein shakes, yeah. you know, like the the benefits and the protein the proper... will still be
0: converted into fat at the, some point if it's the too much. The proper
1: application of a protein shake of a protein supplement is to have post workout because you're trying to spike your insulin and because you're trying to get quick absorbing protein immediately into your body after you depleted your muscles. So that your muscles can repair and build properly,
0: and what helps with that insulin spike? Because a lot of people don't understand how the the post workout protein works. Cabs, cabs, cabs. This is this is something we both learned in keto. It's uh, if you look at it like let's say your average Quest bar or your Met RX bar. You look at these bars and you're like, okay, this is cool as a protein bar. You flip it over and we can only have a total of thirty carbs. We talked about this before. You look on the back and there's twenty five in this little teeny bar, and you're like, How the hell? There's thirty grams of protein, <laughs> but there's twenty five grams of carbs. Most right. people don't get that.
1: And that's that's a a high density food, yeah. you know, where it's in a bar, you know, like you're eating four ounces of food. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you eat a salad, you know, you're eating 12 16 24 ounces of salad you know yeah. and it's taking up more volume so therefore it's going to hit this proper stretch receptors in your stomach and it's not going to make you as hungry and bubble blah, blah, blah. i mean i could go on with the science all day why whole food is better but it's just when you're Natural actually enzymes putting, is one yeah i mean it's it's there's so many benefits to actually just focusing on real food, you know, just moving your body a little bit more, you know, and it doesn't, a lot of people take it to an extreme too, you know, like we don't need to work out twice a day. We don't need to, you know, do, 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 you know, we don't need to just keep doing. Sometimes it's taking a step back. That's that's exactly where I'm at. You know, I'm I'm
0: down to one workout a day. It's midday usually. And um, if I feel like I want to get another one in or if I'm just bored because I'm single and I don't have stuff to do sometimes, um, I'll go in for another one. But, um, I think a lot of people do also kind of overdo it and they're not getting the right results because they're actually, we talked about this one, um, metabolism wise, they're just in the wrong place because they're overworking.
1: Well, and those are not the sissies. No, those are the (laughs) the people that have a strong work ethic. And and just like we were talking about, you know, most people that wake up at 4am, 5am to work out. 6 a.m or workout at all it, statistically speaking they're some of the most productive people mm-hmm. you know and if you look at the higher positions that are um, you know just these really respectable positions whether it be a CEO or whether it be a, a company owner or an operator or a foreman or whatever the the case may be you know the people that are usually leaders are usually the people that that go to a gym or that they they have some sort of routine that they stick to, you know, and that, that they take some time to focus on
0: themselves. Okay. Let's Here's another, another point brought up by my Padre. Let's talk about people that go in the gym. They think they're doing great things, but they're just not lifting enough weight, which I would consider sissification. They have been probably mind manipulated into thinking that you can only lift lightweight.
1: Yeah. I mean, everybody, there's so many people have this problem and it's like, you know, unless you're getting into those strength reps, those, you know, two to five rep range, you know, even five to eight rep range is, is low for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, push yourself a little bit, you know, like, don't be scared to go to failure every once in a while, you know? And, and again, it's just like, okay, so this is a perfect example. So I'm listening in in my biology class today to this guy. He's a bro. He's a bro. Bro bro lifter. Yeah, he's a bro lifter.
0: Are you are you at USF Tampa?
1: I'm at USF Tampa. He... I just
0: lifted a crunch in Tampa this week. It was it was fun. So so <laughs> I'm I'm just
1: listening to this guy and he's like, yeah, I got this new protein and I'm just I'm taking like two to three protein shakes a day and it just it tastes horrible but it mixes so well and I'm like, oh my gosh, this bro bro here is like is it? Co- a for complete class? broing. Yes. Exactly. Like, that's what frightened <laughs> just, me about the whole he thing. He's just
0: bro, 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 your bills. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And it was, and then, so that was one thing. And I'm like, okay, this guy's not getting sufficient. Like, go to Sam's Club, buy, like, 10 pounds of chicken breast and freeze it like yeah. you'll get a better quality protein hell go buy 36 eggs you know like and just start pounding Dude, eggs. trader
0: joe's has natural eggs on sale for like 119 right yeah now. It i mean
1: the the amino acid profile is going to be much stronger you know the healthy cholesterol for p- healthy testosterone production is going to be better in yep. eggs and so that was one thing all right and what then is he, what is he broing about now and then the sissy bro Oh, uh, his little guy, his little friend. Well, I, I mean, I'm not gonna call him little or anything, but <laughs> was he five too? He, I mean, he was. Chuck's like, fuck you. <laughs> he was, a, he was, a, he was a rugby player. So, oh, okay. so I'm like, he's probably tough. He's a he's you know, rascal. Like, he's a rascal. Yeah, he's probably tough. He's probably feisty. But I'm like, dude, I could like tackle this dude in a heartbeat. You know, mm-hmm. like, and so that I'm sitting there a little thinking, gay
0: though. <laughs> well, I, I mean,
1: I, I played football and stuff, so that's a, that's the the reference I'm taking, but. <laughs> So, he he's talking about, about rugby and their program, and he's like, yeah, I always skip cleans. And mm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. You're in, like, a power sport, like, and you're being a sissy, you know? Yeah. Like, you're in a sport where you can't be a sissy. Like, I, I was thinking, this is probably the dude that everybody's, like, mad at because he's getting tackled all the time. And, like, yeah. he's just not pulling his weight. And, like, it just annoyed me because I'm like, man, like... I don't even do a sport that requires clean and jerks or anything like that. And I, I try to incorporate snatches and stuff. Just,
0: I've been doing snatch cleans. I'm, I, I've literally never done them. And it's the hardest. They're awesome. It's the hardest learning curve. Oh,
1: yeah. When but, Aaron was Aaron Wido is the one that, you know, once he got me doing them, you know, a few weeks back, I've been like stuck on them. i like, I've stuck been in a right little now. power phase lately because yep. I, I've loved it. Like, I just, there's something about Doing stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. doing your snatch, doing your deadlift, doing your power cleans, doing your squat, doing front squats. I mean, like I've been dude, doing a ton
0: of front squats. You too. don't
1: have to be that bro, bro, no. that's in there, Ugh, <laughs> Ugh, like being like constipated, like you've eaten too much fiber or had too much protein and not enough fiber, and and that's the thing. It's just like you know, if you focus on the basics, if you get real food in your body, if you get the proper rest if you do the right work the results will come you know like you just you do have to have a little bit of patience but
0: and sometimes you like we're doing stuff that we don't normally do with the uh, with our uh snatch and stuff like that's that is pushing yourself out of that comfort comfortable you know workout thing that you've done forever and trying new things that is how programming should be structured and we're getting ready to work on some programming together um, which we're gonna unravel here soon. This is kind of the thing we've been holding back on talking about, but it's gonna have a lot of the structuring in it, where you're gonna have more of the strength phases, and you know, working through a power phase, and you know, basically rotating your workout and periodizing it so it right. gets you good results. And a lot of people just so get you can stuck work efficiently. You yeah. can
1: you can really work efficiently. It's it's funny how sometimes when you take a step back, you do your stability training, you focus on your mobility, you do just the thing, the the basic entities of lifting you know and it's it comes down to like balance stuff unilateral movements you know just really basic movements to where it doesn't seem like you're doing a lot of work but you come back two weeks later and you hit your strength phase again and you're like man, I feel strong, you yeah. know, like I, I'm lifting 10 pounds, 15 pounds more, you know, well, just the because too,
0: like, think about it. If your shoulder mobility is better for that, you're oh, going to yeah. be way better. Oh, you know? Aaron,
1: Aaron just had an excellent post about that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I he, need
0: to, I need to follow him he, on He's been
1: doing, um, it was like a squat snatch, like okay. a, a drop. I forget what he was calling it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, is it, it snatch
0: it, clean. So? No.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's different forms of it. it, but it was like, um, it's a basically, a, it requires a lot of mobility. And that's mm-hmm. what he was contesting that was a big part of the success that he's had with that movement is once he got the shoulder mobility, once he took a step back and started focusing on those things was mm-hmm. when he actually got stronger in his, his big lifts. So,
0: and my boot came today, you know, I, I've had them for about a month and a week. It's a two month program and we're taking measurements before middle and after, and they've got, they've all lost a little bit of, of inch wise so far. But what we've been working on and I'm trying to focus on is micro periodization. So we're working on a bunch. They only have them for two months. So we're trying to get them comfortable Some of these people could not finish the first workout. Now they're doing walking lunges with perfect form and shoulder lockout. I'm doing, you know, unilateral movements where their, their mobility is a huge thing and their balance is a huge thing. And a lot of people would never work on that.
1: No, well, I mean, I'm a corrective exercise specialist. So I always work on this stuff, whether Mm -hmm. you're an advanced client of mine or whether you're a basic client, if I see anything lagging within any of your phases, I take a second and I focus on that. That's a, a big priority of mine. Um, and the thing is, is that most people don't realize how inefficient their bodies are. You know, they start doing these movements that are an assessment for me to see proper shoulder function or proper hip function, and then they're like, they're sweating and they're shaking, and and like they're like, why does this, why is this so hard? Especially you get your your bro bros into doing some of these these things and they're like they get really frustrated because they're not lifting any weight you know sometimes it's just having a towel over your head or you know just doing a band and they're like oh my gosh this is so hard you know i said you
0: know what i want to i want to drop this in a positive light so we've had a lot of negative when i was at crunch in tampa i saw two dudes and the guy i was working out with i was like those dudes have the best warm-up in this gym and they went through all kinds of mobility stuff, some lateral movements, they went through band movements, and then they got into their heavy stuff. Yeah. And you know what? They're the deepest in their squats. Sure. You know, everything just looked amazing. And it was just because they worked on it before they ever started. Right. And it wasn't long. It was like 15 to 20 minutes. I was like, dude, those guys know their shit.
1: Yeah. And and that's exactly it. You know, the people that are nerdy about it, you know, that are doing the research that do have interest in learning. It's amazing what science can do for the body now. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you prime yourself properly, you can really have a solid workout or take yourself from... Being completely lack of motivation, even and do the right fi- like muscle activation techniques. I was do gonna the say right muscle activation rolling, with dance helps a lot. Wh- yeah, whatever it may be, if you fire the muscles that are more dormant or more underactive, and you get those fired up, you're gonna be amazed at how fast your body, the synapses are, and how much better you think, and and how much easier movements come to you. You know, just in in taking. A fifteen-minute warm-up and focusing on those those mobility aspects.
0: And let's—I'll say this too: If you're a listener and you're having issues, you're hitting a plateau. Do something completely different than what you're doing right now. Find a good program. It doesn't have to be ours. It could be anybody's out there, um, and give it a shot and see how your body feels the next day. It could be a five by five. You could do like one of like Lane Norton's programs. I guess you could do seems to be the name. Hey, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he big, does have good pro He is a
1: strength, a uh, strength coach. I mean, the dude's got a, an amazing power clean or he's got say. an amazing deadlift and and squat and the dude's just a, a beast. So
0: I would say, I mean, if I'm going to send anybody anywhere, go check out the guys at Mind Pump because I love yeah, everything they talk about and we agree pretty much on every they, level.
1: They've been our fan or we've been fans of them, mm-hmm. especially lately doing our podcast. It's been, you know, it's been it's fun surprising
0: how similar. That just when you when they think about concepts, I'm like, dude, that's like exactly how I think. Right?
1: No, and, and that's that's why we like you know following people like that, mm-hmm. you know, and following the the Lane Norton, you know, and the other doctors, the Jacob Wilsons, yep. the. Um, Oh, man, I mean Martin Rooney's the, the the old school guys as well. Like the C. T. Fletcher, even. I mean he's not scientific, but he's one hell of a motivator. Well, I mean I could say this. And you
0: could you could grab the the bodybuilding bible and look through that. And honestly, there's some great concepts in there. If you that was not the first that, book
1: that I read when I was sixteen. Seriously, that got me into, into working out. I was like, I'm gonna try every workout in here. Yeah, I'm just gonna many. do one exercise <laughs> after another. Like I was just going at it. But but yeah, uh, like
0: that something like that's gonna if you're somebody that's in. The a gym and you're struggling to get through a plateau. This this could help you. Like it's it's a totally different mode than you're used to for most people. Um, and then if like you're somebody that's more into that strength training, bodybuilding, split type thing, do something like more high intensity interval training or an endurance training workout or maybe more of a powerlifting. we, we talked
1: about the training variables you yeah. know and that's that's a good podcast to listen yep. to if you are looking for things to switch up and and different modalities in your workouts and stuff so.
0: or send us a freaking question yeah exactly ask I us mean, for a workout we, we'll send you a workout we We've love answering time.
1: questions but you know it's just it, taking a step back and actually instilling proper programming is probably the number one tip that i would recommend for anybody you know is just have a plan of attack and and do it, you know, be consistent with it.
0: Yeah. And i it so this goes back to sissification If you're bitching because you're hitting a plateau or because you can't do things most likely you've messed up on your programming. You probably aren't putting in either. You're not putting in the work and you think that you are, you're not lifting enough weight. You're not putting enough time in with your cardio and you, you have stubborn fat. These, these variables are probably something you should look into and stop being a bitch.
1: Yeah. Just, I mean, write stuff down, yeah, have a training journal. You know, keep yeah. your. That's objective information. Like that is to keep you honest. You know, mm-hmm. to sit there and say like, oh, last week I only did, you or know, find somebody to lift with too. Day. That's another thing. Yeah, that's about that like, last podcast. They'll, they'll keep you from from yeah. being a sissy. You know, like if you can't do it yourself, you know, find somebody that can, that can help you along. Because if you're going to dedicate your time and everything, you know, somebody somebody else can be motivated by that too. So.
0: Yeah, and you'll be surprised if you just start talking about it. Even if you're like we were talking about last podcast, out drinking. I mean, start talking about fitness. You might have a lifting partner the next day. Or I mean, the high game. The high game. Play it at the <laughs> Bring gym. it back. Play it at the
1: gym. You know, like you just could. say hi to somebody and and or hey, give me a spot and you know or what are you working
0: out today? I mean, it it sounds silly. I, I see. I can do that as long as it's not a female, because that's really. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't talk. There's a rule. I do not talk to girls at the gym. So. I, I keep my head down and listen to Chelsea grin. There you, you go. Know. Yeah. By the way, if you if you like hard music, Chelsea grin is a good way to not be a bitch. It's super hard. And today, when I was listening to it, I had like one twenties in my hand doing my rows. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, Chelsea grin. There you go. <laughs>
1: and, and that's the thing. Step up your weights. You know, yeah. Push yourself a push little yourself. bit. Uh, be safe about it. Form yeah. form is always first, you know, but. If you're if you can keep proper form, let's get into those lower rep ranges. Yeah, you
0: know what? I was uh, I'm about 190 95 pounds somewhere in there, doing 120s on my my DB rows, and uh, I was doing singles at like seven. So, you know, singles being bring it all the way up, bring it all the way down, let go, grab it again. Um, I think I want to. We're on a rant, so we might as well go for it. How do you feel about calf machines? <laughs> i've been wanting to talk about this for so long
1: i just want to put add one thing to those 120s what re-rack your weights bro
0: oh dude i put my weights up (laughs) all the time
1: (laughs) no i don't think it's us i mean (laughs) i have a funny story so one day i I got one too i had the worst attitude like like today i was just like fired up i can tell i had i had the headphones in i had like Probably heavy rap or something going, <laughs> just because I was just like, and actually knowing me, I probably had some like Johnny Cash or something, just like, <laughs> like something that like fires just me up. Or and, maybe and maybe else. it was a sad day and you had an AFI. Oh. Uh, you know, I had I, I was a little in a little streak of that for a while. But um, anyways, <laughs> I still so, love AFI. So this bro, bro, he comes up and down the stream. he kept he kept taking the weights from right like the next set that i was doing i was doing a pyramid set and he kept taking it like ahead of me and then like so i'm like okay so he does it once does it twice (laughs) third time he does it he sets weights down right in front of me and doesn't set them down where he just got them from so i was finally like bro re-rack your weights and he like gave me like the the little sassy like (sighs) And like and I was like, oh my gosh, did this guy Some just space do this? Was priceless on like that. dude? I was I was about to roll his little forty pound weight like and and just knock him down like a bowling pin. Like I was so livid. I was like, oh my gosh, you don't understand how bad that made. Like how mad that makes me not picking up your weights.
0: Let me talk about the sissification right now. So in San Diego, when you're working out at a 24, most likely you're like at least 20 deep in your dumbbell section with dudes. Yeah, and there's like no no hot girls or anything. Just just a bunch of dudes.
1: It's a bro fest.
0: Yeah, it's a bro fest. Sausage everywhere, and you're just sitting there. It's smelly. It's sweaty. I got in the same thing, all right? And keep in mind, I'm like going through a breakup at the time, so I'm real pissed. I'm probably listening to some heavy music, and <laughs> some dude starts grabbing my weights like you, except for I'm pissed, and I have an ego, and I'm just going to go up one above them every single time. So I keep going up, and... Moral of the story: I was going through my uh, ascending set and bicep curls, and that's how I learned how to curl 80 pound dumbbells. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if you want to be a bitch, be a bitch. Do it safely, but you could also get a PR from it.
1: And we're gonna make you look like a sissy if you do that. Yeah. Crap, if you do that crap to us. Yeah.
0: You come to my dumbbells, I will get you. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about calf machines because I've been waiting. Yeah.
1: Okay. So so the calf machines. I you you brought this up earlier to me, and I mean. People are always like, what do you do for calves? That's one thing that I've never had an issue. For one, you look at my parents, I am a little it's bit a genetic, genetic genetically predisposed. Yep. So so my, both my parents have good, meaty calves. Yep. Another thing is I lifted powerlifting competitively for years. You know, like do a deadlift. Uh, not to mention the year the 20 years i did bmx training i was gonna say it's all bikes and, man <laughs> and did plyos on yeah. top of plyos on top of riding a bike on top of more plyos on top of riding up you know like so i was i've been conditioned to be a, somebody that has gnarly calves you know like and and that's how i i tell them i'm like dude i've done nothing but legs for years you know like sorry but yeah. I, I'm not going to tell you to use a calf machine.
0: No, and I'll, t- I'll tell people straight up because I was a runner and we, we both raced BMX. And was BMX, you have to, you, yeah, it's frequency for sure. And you have to have really good foot placement when you're riding BMX. You have to change where your feet are constantly. And that's basically everything's controlled by our feet and our hands. Like, sure. It's very much uh, to do with that. Um, secondary, I was a runner. So, like, run up a freaking hill. Do stairs? I mean, there's a bazillion other things you could do, but when you sit on that calf ma- machine, and I've done it a few times in body parts splits, from am just sitting there, what the they fuck? They look am like I doing? they're
1: on a pogo stick. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. It looks, boing, it looks boing, real boing. stupid. And that's uh, so uh, to to defend some of the calf machine people. If you are on a bodybuilding split, if you are using the calf machine for to bring up a lagging part, so to speak, and you've done some of these other things like deadlifts and and all that other stuff, and you are not genetically predisposed. Use a little bit more frequency. If you're going to use the calf machine, use it. Hide in a corner. Don't use it like a sissy. <laughs> Hide in a corner and, Don't sit so there I and bounce it. like a pogo stick. No. Change your foot position a little bit. Change your foot position. You have straight foot, internally rotated, externally rotated, and then you also have. Don't bounce with it. You're doing yeah. nothing to the muscle if you're bouncing with it. All pause the way down. Di- I
0: was gonna say all the pause f- at the bottom. Pause, pause at the bottom. All the way up. All the way down. And use some freaking weight. Here's what I would say. I'll give you this. I don't like you on the calf machine. I'm that guy. I'm probably thinking something. And I'm also thinking something if you're doing any forearm rolls, which I'll get into next. Might as well. Um, Use your leg press, okay? Your leg press, your calf should be able to handle the same freaking weight. Use your leg press and use it as a rest. So you can go in between. If you're on most leg press, there's a couple that don't work. Do your extensions from there. Again, all the way down, extend all the way up onto the toe. Same thing, except you don't have to look stupid in your calf machine.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing. My friend, I'd rather
0: see you run stairs though.
1: My old bodybuilding partner, when we were training for bodybuilding, Mikael Vheimer, he, he and I used to have a joke. It was diamond calves, Cobra lats, you know, like that was like our thing, dude, we would do calf workouts that would make normal people throw up you know like we we were those guys like doing calf raises until we're like falling on our stomachs you i've know, done it a couple times and and but that's the thing we were training for bodybuilding you know like we're we're trying to really overload and and add a lot of overload progression to those calves so that we can get the density and we can get the training frequency to to grow so you know, I'd almost it, say though it should be an accessory movement. It shouldn't be a priority.
0: Yeah, and I would I would say this too. I think we'll come back one day and they'll just debunk a lot of the ways that the bodybuilders have been training because it only works if you're on cycle. I think a lot of times naturally you're not going to get your calves to grow very much unless you're on some sort of cycle because I think it's more to do with your frequency, what you did when you were younger, and then also um, Genetics. Genetics. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I completely agree. You know, it's it's not like it's pointless in doing it, but no. At the same time, it's just like don't. It should never be a priority. Isola- you know, isolated movements, isolated muscle groups should never be a priority. No,
0: they should. They should take way last. If you're trying to wait on somebody, you need to do some calf raises. Great. Or you could run stairs. I'll say that for the third time. Yeah. Forearm rolls. I, I was might as well get to it. I've talked about it once before. What are the, I'd say the forearm movements, like where you're taking your hands on a bench and you're rolling it. That's one of my least favorites. What else would you say behind the back? Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Behind the back. That's a good one. I like that one. That's, that's kind of cute. It is cute. when people
1: do that. It's like, oh, that that's kind of cute. I'm I'm glad you're resting for like five minutes doing <laughs> forearm curls. You know, like you might as well be texting on your phone. You're getting just as much of a freaking forearm workout at the I, same seriously.
0: time. And you know what? I've it's always like the smaller smaller kids in in high school, and I don't I don't want to be a dick to them. I really do genuinely want to help people. You can tell usually in the podcast, maybe not in this one, but I usually try to offer some sort of extra alternative and. For this, what I would say what I've been doing lately is walking lunges with plate holds. Yeah. I and mean, you want something that works your forearms, do a plate hold and it's functional.
1: Sure do some pull ups that's some, all, that's what i say <laughs> do some pull ups man or, yeah, if you or do you want to get really I mean just yeah, do or assisted assist it. or even doing body weight rows you know yeah. on the on the smith machine you I've know do my reverse rows a row lot something. this week and that really hits the forearms a lot you know yep. work some brachialis do some hammer curls well think stuff about like it this that. way like,
0: dude when when i was talking about the the dumbbell rows when you're holding 120 pound weights, Heck trust yeah. me, the first thing gives out of your fucking oh, yeah. hands. Do deadlifts. What yeah. do you think's gonna give out? Your yep.
1: forearm, your grip. Yep, you know? that's like, the thing.
0: Do... You want good forearms. Increase your deadlift weight. You know what? Don't use straps either. I'm not a big fan of straps. I have not used straps, uh, pretty much ever. I tried them a few times. Not my thing. I think you should develop the strength in your hands.
1: No, I and I completely agree with that. I, I think that if you are training to really improve, you are like you're getting ready for a powerlifting meet or something. Definitely, you know, try to stay away from straps as much as possible. However, if you're l- working on something like pushing your legs a little more, you know, and you're losing your grip, you know, sometimes that can be yeah. It's like a negative rep, you know, like yeah. that, That's kind of how you have to look at it. It's just like your spotter sitting there and being like, "Come on, one more!" and he sits there and helps you with the movement. It's the same thing that the forearm straps are for you know it's sometimes it's good to do those negative reps but for the most part you should be doing stuff raw
0: hey i got one that works both what's that farmer's carries oh yeah i farmers love farmers it
1: oh my gosh those are so metabolic and they really kill your forearms like Check
0: this out have you ever done it on stairs yes Stairs. I oh my, oh my gosh. God! That's the one.
1: I like doing overhead carries. Ooh, yes, you do. Like I've that, done that. With that's you. not as much for forearms, but like because my shoulders have been lagging and stuff. That's one of my like high volume days I know. on shoulders. You had shoulders. me do that with. Yeah, I f- I terrible. love those. They're they're great. I mean, and for these obstacle course races and stuff, they mm-hmm. they usually do a lot of stuff like that. So
0: yeah, and I I think that's one of our podcast goals that we want to do some obstacle course uh training anyways i, th- I think we got some good rants do you have any more last minute ones you want to throw on uh dude i feel way better yeah i got I it off mean, my chest I, too. i think
1: that we didn't really uh bash people too bad not personally you know, it was just uh yeah i mean and that's the thing it's all about love man we're we're really trying to to make the fitness industry better so if you can't take this as constructive criticism don't listen to our podcast
0: yeah Oh man, it just turns people off. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're guys. rolling,
1: they're rolling in their beds. But dude, seriously, I mean, like, you don't hear me talk like this very often. No, but.
0: it's good. I'm so glad that we got him spiced up today because you never get to hear Chuck's like real personality. <laughs> yeah, like, and this is either really happy or spicy. This
1: is a pretty good, pretty good testament to it. But it's just, you know, I, I, I do get fed up sometimes, and you know, in this industry, it's so hard to find like minded individuals. Yeah, alo- it is. alone yet alone like-minded individuals that want to work together. And that's what we're all about. We're work- We're all about working together. You know, we realize that we can't be that lone wolf, you know, and we're trying yeah. to really, you know, motivate people to be true to themselves, you know, create some facts or not create facts, but just state some facts. Just make some facts up. Yeah, just make, <laughs> I mean, that, that that's more of like what's happening, but it's just, you know, be real, you know, like people love real people.
0: Yeah, we're not going to send you the bullshit. That's why we're talking about the supplements, man. We don't we don't push that stuff. We could definitely make some money. We have plenty of clients in front of us all the time, oh but I'm gosh. not going to sell them bullshit. And we
1: have people approaching us all the time about yeah. that stuff.
0: I'm, I'm, when I say all the time, I mean like a couple, week, maybe yeah. more. And it, it just gets to the point where it's like I want to provide people with good information, with real help. And if you see me in the gym and you're like, hey, I recognize that guy. Come up to me and talk to me. I'll definitely talk to you. I might not see you because I'll probably, like, once again, heavy music, head down. But, you know, approach me. Send me a a message send chuck a message. Send it to our website. Yeah. Um,
1: That's... Looking great, by the yeah, way, Parker. Got he's, he's been putting a lot of work in. So, yeah, check out our website, factfitnesspodcast.com. Yep, it's up, um, and you can almost up, get to running. everything. Yeah, it's...
0: We're just lacking our YouTube. We're we're in the process of that part, too.
1: Yeah, and my buddy actually just reached out to us. That's a videographer. And cool. I think he's going to help us out, uh, kind of getting stuff started and efficient with that. So, Thank look God. forward to it that, that stuff, some. guys. Um, We're going to really take a, another step up on, on the totem pole. So, we're yeah. going to be trying to keep just putting more and more stuff out there for you guys and it's all for you guys. So, uh, let's keep it real and let's keep it fitness.
0: I think on that note, peace out. Adios. Thank you for listening to FAQ Fitness Podcast. If you liked our show, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. For more workout programs, video resources, and to ask your fitness questions, check out our website at faqfitnesspodcast.com.